Hello, and thank you for joining on air with Russell of Hotels Live Hospitality Talk Show. It's live on YouTube and LinkedIn, streaming right now as we speak. So hopefully you're, I guess you would be watching from one of those two uh, platforms, right? Unless this is recorded, but this is live right now. So, but anyway, thank you so much for joining. And after the show is over, uh, I mentioned every week, it becomes a podcast and you can check me out or check the show out on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and Apple Podcasts. So thank you so much for joining. Connecting people and collaboration, hashtag hospitality unplugged. That's what we like to call it. It means we talk about anything hospitality. We're not afraid of any topic. We just talk about whatever it is. But just because you can't say it doesn't necessarily always mean that you should say it, right? But we keep it clean. We keep it good. Uh, we keep, you know, the important thing is um, keeping people's brands up in front so people remember you, staying relevant. And that's what we're all about, just keeping you relevant and, and keeping us relevant, keeping me relevant, right? That's why I have a talk show, just to continue to be a marketing disruptor of the status quo. So people always ask, what the heck is that? What do you mean by that? Where'd you even get that from? Uh, you know, starting a radio show, first of all, it wasn't easy. It was, um, you know, easy meaning, I think the task is easy to do, but, you know, um, you just want to, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, it was easy to do it, but it's not, it wasn't comfortable at first. You know how people have to get out of their comfort zone because they're so comfortable doing things the other way or doing another way, but then to actually, you know, come on every week and then start talking about, you know, different topics and things like that. That, that wasn't comfortable at first, but it's comfortable now because, you know, 110 shows into it, I should be comfortable, right? So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, thank you so much for joining. It is show number 110, uh, and and this show will be just as good as the other 109 shows. Okay, so um, I enjoy doing it, and I thank you so much for for tuning in because it it is important that you know we, especially during this time with COVID and, and coming out of it, um, it's, it's it's important that you know we get that message out there that people are traveling. Uh, hotels are, are bouncing back, and hopefully this COVID thing is in our rear view mirror. So there you go. People are working. People start back to work. People got new jobs, uh, but there's still people that are waiting for new jobs or waiting for the old job to call them, and, you know, we want to support them as well. So so thank you so much. Hey, how was your Memorial weekend? Um, there's never a bad time to say thank you to people that have served, you know, although Memorial Day was yesterday, and but my show was today. So I just want to make sure I want to send a quick thank you to everyone out there that has served uh, in the capacity of our armed forces, including my dad, my uncle Bob, my uncle Larry, cousin Kevin, cousin Sydney, cousin Sam, and her husband. Check this out: Sam and her husband are both in the military. They're both lieutenant colonels, if you can believe that. Isn't that crazy? But anyway, so thank you uh, for those people that have served, as well as to Cheryl and Dominic Rogers, thank you so much uh, for serving as well. They both served in the Navy, in the Navy. Remember that song? What was that, Village People? In the Navy. I don't remember, but anyway, I don't know why I said that because I guess in the Navy, right? Hey, I, did you guys go to the movies this week? I haven't been to movies, of course. I mean, I'm gonna say, well, who's been in the movies lately other than Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff on your TV, but went to the movies for the first time in well over a year, and I saw Cruella. Oh my gosh, that was, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to check it out. That is a that is a good movie, good music. Um, 
it's it's it was it was it was great. I thought it was excellent. And my girl Emma Stone, of course, um, people that don't know this, Emma Stone, um, she was in La La Land. And La La Land, you know, my most recent favorite movies. That was one of my most recent favorite movies in the last five years or so. And Emma Stone was in there, so I said, you know what, Emma Stone's in this one, so let me check it out. And she just she blew it up, right? She did a great job. So if you guys have not seen. Cruella, not that I'm getting paid by the studios or anything like that, but I know a good movie when I see it. And Cruella, check it out. Emma Stone did a fantastic job. I can I can hear Oscar. Can you hear Oscar in the background? What for Emma Stone again? You know, she won one for La La Land, just in case you didn't know that. So anyway, let me get off the Emma Stone bandwagon. You know, she's not paying me either. So, but industry news. <laughs> ah! Industry news, a 2021 hospitality power index. I mentioned this every week since you know I kind of got on this list, right? So 2021 hospitality power index, most influential hospitality leaders. There's like 50 of them in certain groups, you know, international, domestic, and I think there's another group, but it's like 50 of them, and, and I happen to be one of the 50. So of course I'm going to mention it, right? On air with Russell of Hotels, Russell of Hotels, Russell Edmond, uh, being recognized as a one of the most influential hospitality leaders for 2021. Of course, I'm going to mention that. So, so thank you so much to International Hospitality Institute for that distinction or for that recognition. I do appreciate it. And I'm going to mention it probably for the rest of the year, I guess until 2022, right? So there you go. Oh, and excuse me today, I didn't wear a jacket today. It gets kind of hot in here. Although it's 60, 67 degrees here in LA today. Um, oh, wait a minute. I didn't put my banner on. Hello. What is going on here? So I got my banner going. Um, any comments? NYC, very cool, right? What's going on, Ronnie? Ronnie Palmer. You know what, Ronnie, one of my favorite people. Used to be with Visit Oakland, now with their own, another company. Um, but can you, re, um, if you can mention a company for me, Ronnie, so I can mention it, since you're, you're kind of, you know, you're listening, you're watching, I appreciate you. So give me the new company. I mean, Ronnie has done wonders for that CVB that she worked for. Well, we can't mention anymore because she doesn't work there anymore. But I know she would do wonders for the new company that she's working for now. And I believe it. I know it's a, a uh, an event planning company, meeting planning company. Um, and they're lucky to have Ronnie. I can tell you that. So there you go. Hey, Michelle Carlin. Thank you so much for joining. Michelle is, you know, she's a she's a friend of the show, right? So. She always chimes in and I always appreciate her. And we talk probably, if not every other week or so, or a couple of times a month, we talk, you know, especially when she hasn't reached out to me in a while. In a while, I'll make sure I reach out to her and say, hey, what's going on? What you working on? That kind of thing. And she does the same for me as well. But although I call her more than she calls me. But anyway, that's okay. We're not keeping score here, right? It's not about that. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, Ronnie is the best. Yes, she is. That comes from all about the experiences. That's Cheryl. You know, I just gave you a shout out, Cheryl. Thank you for serving. You and Dominic. I appreciate that. Irene Bahanovich. Oh, my God. Yeah, this, this is a blast from the past. Uh, Irene, catering manager. She was back in the day. We worked together at the um, at the Radisson LAX, which is now the, uh, now the Hyatt. Uh, but now she is at the Hilton Long Beach. So thank you so much, uh, Irene. I appreciate that. She, oh, you actually listen to my show? I want to go back to work. Oh, oh you have, you're not back at work. Oh, 
okay, okay. All right, well, let's hope you get back to work. Okay, let's let's try to make that happen. Okay, so, but hey, let me get on with the show. You guys are, you know, it's always good to recognize people. I do appreciate people, you know, coming on and making comments. Of, of course, continue to make the comments and this all this other stuff can wait, okay? So just so you know. <laughs> but I do appreciate that. I mean, that, you know, comments like that make you, you know, now you know why you do this show, right? Because it, it is reaching somebody. If only if there's one person that made a comment, uh, that would be great. But uh, obviously there's multiple people that made the comment. So I do appreciate that. But um, what was I saying? What was I saying? Where am I? You guys are getting me mixed up here. Um, New York, NYC temporarily eliminating hotel room occupancy tax to boost tourism. Can you believe that? New York City, their CVB or everybody, you know, every hotel, I mean, it, it affects every hotel in New York City. They're basically eliminating that, you know, the, the bed tax, the hotel room tax, you know, that in LA, I think it's 15.6% or whatever heck it is. Uh, they're eliminating that to, to boost tourism because they want people to come in. And hopefully the hotels are reducing their rates too, because if, you, if you've seen, if you've traveled anywhere, you know that the rates are like already now, you know, above 2019 levels. So, you know, do we need a little help, you know, kind of boost or whatever? You know, everybody's going through this thing together, right? So can hotels come down? I mean, I'm glad that New York City is kind of setting that precedence and eliminating, I mean, for a, a period of time, I think, I wanna say 30 days, no, 90 days or three months, okay? So they're doing it for three months and I read that uh, yesterday. So um, it's good to see that. Now, will other major bureaus do the same thing? I don't know. We'll just, you know, we'll make sure we keep an eye on that. But there you go. So they're eliminating that. So if you're going to New York, you don't have to pay that, uh, hot, that hotel room occupancy tax. So there you go. Hopefully hotels lower their rates, though. That's the we need that as well. OK, so now I want everything right. We, first, we got the occupancy tax reduced or eliminated for three months. Now we want lower rates, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, what is more important, email marketing or content creating on social media? What's more important? Is one more important? Is one more important than the other? No, I just threw it out there. This is like a quick a, a trick question. But no, what is more important? I'll ask it again. Email marketing or content creating on social media? No, they're both equally as important. Uh, but what hotels can do or whoever, and this can go for any company that you're gathering email lists, email information from guests or your customers and things like that. Are we using that though? That's the thing that always gets me, you know, being in the hotel industry and, and being a director of sales and marketing, you know, when we went to do these things, well, how much does it cost? This and that. I mean, we have all this information and we can just send out quick flyers or, you know, we're doing this promotion, we're doing this, we're doing that. Yeah, so you need to do that in tandem with your social media um, uh, programs or um, your content creating or your postings and things like that. So they go hand in hand. So, but use the information that you have. That's the thing that I always get out to try to get to people. Use the information you have and do it. I mean, the worst marketing plan is not is not to do anything at all, right? So if you have a social media presence, if you don't have a social media presence, you just start one, okay? If you have a huge email list, um, you need to start using it. Put stuff together, okay? Anytime's a, the right time to do it, okay? It's not, oh, I got to wait for this. And uh, people get caught up in, oh, I got to wait for this, or when this happens, and I'll do it. No, 
no, no. What is your competition doing? I'm sure they're already a step ahead of you. So you remember, regardless of what's going on out there, you still have to promote your brand. You still have to continue to do social media postings. You still have to do email marketing, uh, marketing blast or email blast, whatever we used to call them. You still have to do that because no one else is going to do it for you. And at the end of the year, they're going to say, okay, yeah, we went through COVID, but what did you do to manage, you know, the business that we came in? How did you manage that? What did you do with the business that we did have? Okay. You know, everyone knows that we're going through COVID and you can always, you can do that for the next several years. Oh, well, that was COVID, right? But what was going on in, what was going on in 2020 when our business was down? Well, that was COVID, right? Okay. Well, what did you do to manage the business that we did have going into 2021? You know, these are questions that this people are still going to ask. Owners are still going to ask questions. Okay. How did you manage the business that did come in? If you're closed, I mean, there's not much you can do, but 2021 right now, I think I'm going to start asking these questions, okay? I'm, I'm telling you because I already heard them. I mean, not I've heard it from other people, okay? People that are still in the space, they're still working. So what about increasing your social media engagement? Now, I'm always talking about this and people are like, do they get tired of hearing it? I don't care if you get tired of hearing it. I'm going to let you know um, I'm a big proponent of social media, okay? So if you're not, maybe you shouldn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> or watch me. But anyway, if you want to increase your social media engagement, and I know most people do, okay? 99% of the people want to increase their social engagement, but they don't know how to do it or they're afraid to do it because they think that if they post something, it's going to be bad or, or whatever. What, what did I say a little while ago? The best social media plan is not doing one, okay? Or the best um, email marketing plan is not doing one. The, the, the best, the worst um, uh, marketing plan is not executing it. Okay, so just execute it. Just execute what you have. Do what you do. I mean, some people will hire companies or, or they'll consult with me, you know, things like that. And I'm here. That's what I'm here to do, right? I mean, if you have issues with your social media engagement or you need to know how to start, how to do it, or maybe you don't want to do it at all. Uh, contact Russell Wolf Hotels and, you know, we'll move forward and I'll put you on the right path. But you have to do something. But what I use that has been extremely successful, IG Reels, and IG stands for Instagram, okay, IG Reels, and do live broadcasts. I don't know if you guys saw a couple of days ago, you guys know I was, in a, um, I was up at Lake Arrowhead last week, okay, and I'm going to talk about that a little later. But um, I did a couple of lives from there. And I mean, you get so much engagement. I get people that don't even follow me that, that actually engage with you and then, and then continue to or start to follow you. So I mean, those are things that you want. You want, you want to reach more people. You want to get more engagement. And IG Reels, and I'm not going to say by Instagram either, but IG Reels or do live broadcasts. And you can do live broadcasts, not just on Instagram. You can do it on uh, YouTube. YouTube has, they call it YouTube Shorts. Shorts. You can do it on TikTok. You can do it on uh, LinkedIn Live. Like I'm, this is a live show on LinkedIn. You'd have to be approved to do it, but you can do that, right? Or you can do videos and then post a video. You can do a video first and then post it on LinkedIn. Just in case you can't you know, get the okay to do a live on, on LinkedIn, you can always create a video and then post it later. And that's what I do. I mean, it's called repurposing, right? You repurpose your um, videos or your content to put on other platforms. So that's important as well. So hope that helped. 
Who's hiring? I have a couple positions. Did you guys know there's a Moxie going in downtown LA? I love Moxie, first of all. Uh, Moxie brand is a Marriott brand, but it's kind of that edgy, you know, kind of that edgy brand. You know what I mean? That, yeah, you just got to see it. Look up Moxie and you, you see what I'm talking about. So, um, but it's in a dual brand building, okay? So but I think the Moxie is opening up first. And I think the other brand that's in the same building downtown LA is gonna be a AC hotel, if I'm not mistaken, but they're hiring for a director sales now. So, which means six months to maybe 10 months, 12 months, it's gonna open. So check that out. Let me just make sure, am I missing something here? No, I'm not. Okay, there you go. So um, I have to check, you know, make sure I'm not missing any comments. So feel free to make comments as I'm going through this because that's good. I, I love comments. That's called interaction. That's called engagement. And that's what you want, right? You want comments or interaction. So um, Moxie, downtown LA, not open yet, brand new build, okay, going downtown LA. It's in one of those buildings. It's going to be two brands. So, so one side's going to be Moxie. The other side is going to be AC Hotels. At least that's what I think. But only the Moxie is, is hiring at this point. So check it out. Um, Hotel Indigo, downtown LA. They're hiring a director of sales and marketing as well. Extended stay in Carson. They are looking for, and these are Southern California. Um, so I'm in LA, just in case I did not mention it beforehand. Uh, these are LA-based hotels for the most part. Carson is, is, is about... Mm, 15 minutes from me, I guess, something like that, right before Long Beach. So they're looking for a general manager at the extended stay. And then a Renaissance LAX. I love that hotel. They're looking for a GM as well. Okay. And then the McKinney, well, it's not called McKinney. I don't know. They didn't give information on what name of the hotel, but McKinney Capital, as I believe that's the probably the company that owns it. They're looking for a general manager and a little description. They did not give the name they didn't divulge the name of the hotel because i guess they don't want people calling the hotel right so uh it's a boutique hotel maybe the general manager is still there right and they don't want you calling and say hey you're hiring for a gm well no i am a gm what are you talking about you know something i don't know <laughs> anyway um so mckinney capital that's the name of the company they're looking for a gm for a boutique hotel undergoing a renovation in a beach community so that kind of narrows it down, right? So it's in an L, the LA area. So maybe from Venice to Redondo, Hermosa, Manhattan, it's a beach community. So they're looking for a hands-on GM and on-site living, meaning you get to live there. Uh, can you imagine the call that, you know, you're MOD 24 hours a day, okay? But anyway, but so if you're in interested in those positions, go to Indeed, dot com and you can just put in um you know sales manager director of sales um la hotels and then general manager la hotels and it'll pop up um is your hotel open or did you go back to work create some fomo or at least um you know give information about your hotel or what's going on okay if you don't want to create fomo at least give information and, and because information is key you know who's open what are you doing what what, what are your new protocols? Do you have any protocols? Whatever it is, be consistent. Use social media consistently. See that consistently? Use social media consistently to get your message out. Whatever your product or service is, stay relevant, and it should be a huge part of your marketing strategy. 
uh, non meats. Now, you guys know, maybe you don't know, but I'm into non meat eats. I don't eat meat. I'm plant based, 100%. I don't consider myself vegan because there's some other things I, I need to work on. Okay. But I don't think I can ever be vegan, uh, but I am 100% plant based. So, um, with that being said, I always mention every week either where I ate. You know, just to give you an idea, just in case someone wants to, oh, I'm looking for a good vegan restaurant or a good plant-based restaurant and they want to try it, right? So I always want to make sure that I let people know either something that I prepare for myself or a res restaurant that I that I uh, went to or I frequent. So Sage Bistro in Culver City, I frequent this place. I mean, I think it's one of the best, one of the better vegan restaurants out there. It's kind of, it's kind of almost, I don't want to say fine dining, but um it's kind of up there, right? And it's it's elevated service, let's put it like that. And they have outside seating and inside dining as well. So they're back operating 100% and you can get a curbside service, which that's what I do. I don't I haven't been in there to eat, but I got the cauliflower pizza. So anything cauliflower I'm all over. So they have the cauliflower wings, you know, so you can dip it in ranch and all this kind of stuff or the cauliflower pizza. Remember this is 100% plant-based. There's so if there's cheese on it, it's vegan cheese or plant-based cheese. So everything's completely plant-based, okay? So try the cauliflower pizza and the side of cauliflower. So uh, that's Sage Bistro in Culver City. And then um, also, I, you know, I was at this kind of a, a family event, somebody's birthday, 40th birthday party, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And found out that you know some family friends they have a vegan cheese that's out in the market. They're actually at Whole Foods, right? It's called Misha, M I S H A, Misha's Kind Foods. So they have vegan cheese, and it's kind of spreadable cheese. It's kind of like um, hummus. I mean, I have to um, kind of relate it to something. So it has that hummus kind of um, texture, and you know your hummus experience is kind of like that so it's spreadable so it's like dippable if you want if you will um and it's very good very good so it's called misha's m-i-s-h-a-s apostrophe s and they have vegan cheese and i'll just name a couple of them one it's called 7.5 which is made up of jalapenos habanero and strawberry can you believe that that combination you're talking about good. You're talking about grub, okay? Now, we're not gonna say good. We're gonna talk about grub, okay? Hashtag grub, okay? Uh, Joy, that's another another kind of it, or another brand within a brand, I guess. Uh, jalapeno, oregano, and thyme, that's very flavorful. And then one called Sari, S-A-R-I, that's sun-dried tomatoes, roasted garlic, and cilantro. I mean, ugh. All of them are good. My favorite, I believe, is the, I think my favorite is the sari because it has a depth of flavor. You get the sun-dried tomatoes, you get the roasted garlic, and you get the cilantro all at one time. I mean, just kind of hits you right here, okay? Right here, right in back, almost in back of your ear. I mean, that's where the flavor hits you, just the depths of flavor. So uh, <laughs> anyway, those are available at Whole Foods. So, you know, when I find out, especially people that I know, have products that are out there that I like, that I enjoy, I'm going to put you on blast. So there you go. Hey, a uh, special shout out to Chef Luis. Now, Chef Luis at the Lake Arrowhead Resort and Spa, he, um, and I'm not sure if you guys saw my postings that I did while I was there, but 
he put together this vegan mushroom risotto. Okay, uh, you know risotto normally would have you know. or milk, coconut milk, basil, lemongrass, uh, just when I talk about layers and depth of flavor, I mean, you talk about grub, okay, I ate that thing in about five minutes, okay, uh, only five minutes because he came out and he was talking to us, right, which is, which is important, so if you have a chef um, and he comes out and talks and explains the food, come out and says hello, that's the best, I think that's the best experience anyone can have, that a chef that's accessible that comes out, that talks to you, that will explain what the food is. Although, you know, I was, you know, I was there, you know, maybe, you know, I was a VIP, I guess, if that's what you want to say. But something tells me that he comes out of that kitchen quite often to talk to people because he was comfortable doing it, right? So, in fact, he found out that he used to work with Sunstone Hotels, which myself and Julie used to work there too. I did not know, but it's a small world out there, right? So, but Chef Luis, thank you so much. And he's at the Lake Arrowhead Resort and Spa, which I spent some time there last week. But he made this excellent vegan mushroom risotto. And uh, he knew I was coming and he knew he was going to, you know, that's one thing. When you come to some hotels um, and you know who's an a, a, a elevated chef and who's a, maybe a novice chef or a chef that's not really, you know, comfortable with their skills. But Chef Luis, he ain't none of that, okay? He knows what he's doing. He put something together, something that was delicious. Even Julie, she was like blown away. She was like, I never knew that. You know, I never know this uh, a vegan dish could taste like this or taste this good, taste this elevated. But he was, believe me, when I say it was fire, I mean, I'm gonna use all the adjectives people use it. It was lit, it was fire. I'm just going to say it was grub, okay? It was grub and it was hashtag non-meat eats, okay? So if you're going to Lake Arrowhead Resort and Spa, say you're having a re retreat and you have some people that have special dietary restrictions. I mean, he does those things. I mean, as far as, you know, gluten-free and all that kind of stuff, he's not afraid to, 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 to create something if he has to. And that's what it's all about, creating on the fly sometimes. So thank you so much, Chef Luis. You know, I had to I had to give a special little segment to Chef Luis because I do appreciate, that's one thing, appreciate what people do for you because he didn't have to do that, right? He had to go out of his way to do that, but he did. And I do appreciate that. So, and thank you, Julie, as well, for going out of your way to uh, um, to help me out, to, you know, give me the lay of the land of your, your property, your resort, um, a beautiful resort. And I was supposed to talk about this later, but I guess I'm talking about it now, right? But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that as well. Hotels, are we being consistent with our content or messaging during these COVID times? What does that mean? You know, people, somebody's saying like, what the heck is he talking about now? Are we being consistent? Of course we're being consistent. Are we sending messages out, sending out messages of our protocols? Have we updated our website with our new protocols? Have we posted pictures or videos showing our protocols or procedures on our social media platforms? Like, okay, if I read something on your website and it says, okay, we're adhering to the six, you know, six foot distancing and things like that, and we're wearing masks, and I show up and it's that's not the case. You know, people are just going wild, people you know, don't have masks, people are all together. I mean, so that goes, that's inconsistent with, with the message you had on your website. So whatever that message should be, it should be consistent. So if it's 
If we're not doing social distancing, um, then don't put that on your website, okay? But you just need to be consistent. Whatever the, the thing is, just be consistent. If your restaurants are open, put that in your website. If you're not open, put that in your website because you don't want people showing up. Well, hey, on your website, it says that, you know, restaurant A is open, you know, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm, I'm hungry. You know, you don't want to get in that situation. So information is key. We're not out of this yet. I mean, yeah, hopefully it's in our rear view mirror, you know, it's behind us, but it may not be, right? So, but we're not going to get there until, you know, for a while. So let's just make sure we're consistent and we're sending out the right message to our people because we, we want them to come back, right? Well, what else? Um, have we posted pictures showing our protocols or procedures, our social media platforms? I just mentioned that. Are we showing our staff utilizing our protocols, like staff wearing masks, wearing gloves, they're cleaning all the time, um, they're spraying, there's um, sanitation stations, you know, where you can rub your hand, wash your hands or wipe your hands or whatever. People are cleaning out the elevator buttons, you know, they're spraying. And, you know, those are things you want to see. You want to Keep housekeeping sexy. That's what I always say. You want to keep it sexy, right? Cleaning is sexy now, okay? Before, we didn't want, I don't know, you're cleaning. Let's, you know, go somewhere else and clean. You know, no, no, no. We need to see people cleaning and keeping this place, keeping me safe, keeping our guests safe. That's what we need to see. That's what I mean when, you know, keeping housekeeping sexy. So, and I found out that people are using my lines now too, right? That's the, the best form of flattery, right? When people start copying you. So someone, uh, I think someone on Clubhouse had mentioned something about, you know, keeping this sexy, keeping that sexy. I'm like, where did they get that from? Russell of Hotels. I mean, he's a trendsetter, that guy. <laughs> What's open in your hotel? What's closed? So you want to make sure you put that same message out. You know, what's open and what's closed. If your restaurant is open, make sure you put that in your website. Um, is this the time to be branding or selling? Huh, that's a good question. Is this the time to be selling or branding? Because, you know, in social media, you know, you can throw stuff out there like, oh, like we have this promotion, we have this, we have that. Um, but that's selling, okay, now, but there's branding where you're just posting things about your property or the area that you're in, okay? So you're not trying to push promotions on anyone. You're trying to get, you're trying to establish your audience, right? But if you're just selling, well, people are going to like, well, wait a minute. I don't even know anything about you. We've been closed down for a year. I forgot about your hotel. So start off with branding your property before you get into the selling part. Okay. You want to establish a relationship and people want to, they will book where they're comfortable with. So if you're showing all these things, uh, then, okay, you're showing all these things. Okay. That's part of your brand, right? Okay. Oh, this brand XYZ, Russell, Russell's hotel is, is, is um, showing that you know they're keeping housekeeping sexy. They're cleaning. You can see the cleaning protocols. I'm looking at the website. It seems consistent with what they're talking about. I mean, those are things you want. Then, you know, after a while, then you throw out the um, um, okay. We have this promotion. You know, so now we're promoting a hotel because we want we want to get heads in beds. Okay, so I understand that, but there's a fine line between selling and branding. Okay, and I think we just need to brand first before we get into that. But see, the, the, the issue with that is, is that during this whole thing, a lot of hotels have not been branding. They haven't been doing anything, okay? And then all of a sudden, okay, we're open. Let's start promoting and selling. Okay, well, guess what? The way you sold before, BC, 
before COVID, it's not the same way it's gonna, it's not gonna work this time. It's not gonna work this time. Sorry, just telling you. So I would do the branding, be consistent with your branding and then hit them with the promos. Okay, so have a plan. That makes sense. Anybody gonna chime in and say something? I don't know. Anyway, that's okay. You don't have to. Um, contact information. How do you get a hold of this guy, this Russell of Hotels? Uh, I have a website at that's russellofhotels.com. I also have email, which Russell at russellofhotels.com. And I'm on every social media platform. So please follow me. Give me a follow on IG, on Twitter. Yeah, I'm on Twitter too. Um, on LinkedIn, on YouTube subscribe on youtube i have a youtube channel so let's let's you know i put all the information out there nothing's a secret with me right so whatever i'm doing you'll know what i'm doing wherever i'm going you'll know yes having a plan is critical yes marketing you need to have a plan you just can't go willy-nilly out there like oh well if it sticks then that's fine you know throw it to the wall and see what sticks no you gotta have a plan okay you have to have a plan it is critical especially during these times here. But just remember how we marketed before is gonna be different, okay? Because people are gonna have choices. Remember, people are gonna have more choices now than they did before, right? And no one is, we always think that, um, you know, oh, they're loyal to the brand. That's a bunch of BS. Ain't nobody loyal to the brand, okay? So this is the time when we can start putting out messages to get those people that we weren't getting before. And this is the time, and people are not even talking about this. This is a time where you can overcome or overthrow some of these OTAs, some of that OTA business. They're trying to do the same thing that we're doing, right? So everything, the, the, the ground is even, the playing field is even, but we're allowing the OTAs. And I don't have anything against the OTAs because guess what? They do offer, I mean, they do uh, help hotels out, okay? But hotels, you don't have to be relying on them 100%, right? So if you're not doing what you need to do, then you will rely on them 100% to get business in the door. So this is the time to, because everyone was hurting, this is the time where you use those email lists or you do these social media postings and, and you do your branding. I mean, because that's what they're doing now. If you started looking at TV now, if you're watching TV, um, hotels.com and all that, they're branding again as usual, okay? But we're not doing that. So I was on Clubhouse and this is a, Side note, I was on Clubhouse earlier and this guy comes on and there's a, sh it's a, a room that I'm just listening. I'm not even uh, participating, I'm just listening. And the guy says, hey, why is it, he wasn't a hotel person or anything. He said, why is it that hotels don't promote their brands like some of these other brands do? And it was like crickets, because there's no other hotel person on the, on the call and they couldn't come up with an answer. Well, why is it? I don't know why. And I didn't. I wasn't in the mood to get on there and have to fight. No, I wasn't going to have to fight. But uh, I didn't, you know, you, you pick and choose the battles you want to fight. And that wasn't one I want to talk about today, at least. But um, you have to, you have to, um, you have to, what was I saying? I don't know. I don't remember. You have to do something. Anyway, someone just uh, sent me any hotel suggestions for Turks and Caicos. I'm not real familiar with Turks and Caicos. Um, but does anyone out there listening have any hotel suggestions for Turks and Caicos, which is in the islands? Um, I mean, Caribbean islands, excuse me. I haven't been there before. I would love to go there. Um, but I wish I had one and I, I apologize for that. Um, where was I? Where was I? 
so yeah, so you can get a hold of me in all those different platforms. Um, sponsorship opportunities, if you're interested in that, um, you can always reach out to me. I'm always looking for that Russell of hotels rate. Just imagine, you know, I'm with a hotel and they're offering that Russell of hotels rate. So you're getting promotion every single week, if not more than that, because at least an hour, I'm going to be talking about your brand because guess what? You had that Russell of hotels rate. So let's think about that for a second. So I'm just let that marinate and percolate. Okay. So Russell of hotels talking about your brand several times during his show. And he may even post up something that even says, um, you know, he may even, um, let's see, let's see if I can do this from here. Hold on one second. Let's just say, boom, you know, I just, boom, just put that. <laughs> so there you go. Um, okay. What does Russell of hotels do? What is that? What does Russell of hotels group do? Branding, digital marketing, get social media, help build your presence via videos, posting, etc. I mean, you saw just, just a sample of, of what Russell of hotels can do or is doing. Uh, and, and please feel free to look at, you know, Instagram, my Twitter, look at all those feeds and then see exactly what I do. <clears throat> like I said, there's no secret to, to what I do. Uh, everything's out there. Um, keep keep you relevant. Keep me relevant. That's what it's all about. Um, do, 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 do. I also do hotel site selection. And I think you guys know what that is. But if you don't, uh, it's basically it's, it's not meeting planning. It's it's more um, hotel, excuse me, I assist companies, organizations with finding um, the right site for their for the next meetings, group meetings. Group is considered. 10 or more on a, on a peak night, okay? 10 or more is considered a group, okay? So a single person would be a transient reservation, but a group would be 10 rooms or more. So if that makes any sense. So I'm like a travel agent for groups, okay? So there you go. Um, and then also, of course, I'm a, a live host in a podcast, on, a, on a podcast. So in, I interviewed today's hospitality for professionals, and I'm a disruptor of the status quo. I'm not interviewing anyone today, but guess what? Next week, I'm going to have somebody on the show. Um, and we're all about collaboration, connecting people, and pointing people in the right direction. So if that's through consulting or, or whatever, that's what we like to do. And I always ask these questions. How is your professional or personal brand staying relevant? So there's four questions I ask every week, and these are for you to answer. Not for me, but for you. Um, let me just take a drink of water real quick. I'm getting kind of parched. Thank you so much. I have to make sure I mention that because, you know, people that are listening to the podcast, they mean that, well, they won't be able to see that I'm taking a drink of water. So I have to announce that, right? Just in case there's a, a break in the action. They, why is he not talking? What happened? So that's why I do that. <clears throat> so these are four things I ask every week, and these are for you to answer or to ponder. Um, number one, how is your professional or personal brand staying relevant? What are you doing? What are you doing to stay relevant? Number two, knowing what you know now, is there anything that you're doing differently? I don't know. That's up to you. you. Tell me. Number three, have you connected with anyone new lately or anyone old, meaning meaning you haven't talked to them in a while? You know them, but you haven't spoken to them in a while because of everything that's been going on, right? So reach out to those people as well, right? So there you go. Those people need to be reached out to. Like Irene uh, Bahanovich, I didn't know that she was not working. I should have reached out to Irene and said, hey, what's going on, Irene? How have you been? You know, but but I didn't. So I'm sorry, Irene. 
But thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I do appreciate that. And then number four, what has this situation taught you? The whole COVID situation, not to put all your eggs in one basket, to learn more, do more, um, what do you call them, webinars, learn different things, different skills, whatever. I mean, all the above. I mean, those are things that I did. I mean, um, you, there was nothing but time on our hands, right? So I, I learned, I got my insurance certificate or insurance license, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm now studying for, you know, to, to do investments. I learned how to do uh, puts and calls on options trading. I mean, I've learned all this stuff. And it's only because of this. Guess what? I was in, interested in this stuff before, but during COVID, you still got to work. You still got to make money somehow, right? So uh, I put this branch, right? And I said, you know what? I'm going to learn some new things. So, and I, you know, um, So a lot of free stuff out there that we can be learning. Um, hotels, are you selling differently? Are you marketing more or less? Are you keeping your brand in front of your competition? That's important, muy importante. Um, group business and corporate business will not come back as fast as we think. I mean, we're probably 18 months, 24 months before consistent group business comes back. And I don't think it's ever gonna come back the same size that it was. Uh, I could be wrong. But you know, a lot of people are rebooking some of the same programs, but does that mean that those numbers are gonna stay the same? I think that they don't know. No one knows at this point. So, I mean, don't be surprised if meetings don't come back to how they were and there's a you know hybrid situation and all this kind of stuff. So just, you know, just be on the lookout for that. And just remember you heard it here. I mean, I mentioned it. You know that Russell Oak Hotel said that same thing. He wasn't sure if it was coming back either. And guess what? It didn't. But but I was talking to, speaking with a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, Ricky Hopkins. He's with Conference Direct, the VP. And we were just having a conversation about that. And I said, Ricky, it's not that I don't want things to come back. I do. But I just don't think they will. Not like they, because we always, well, when it, when it gets back to normal. No, 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 no. What do you mean normal? It's never going to get back to where it was. This is, the, this is our reality. This is it. And we, we haven't figured out this reality yet because we haven't gotten to that part yet, right? So uh, I just don't think, you know, meetings are going to be the same size. Yes, you're still going to have meetings, yes. Uh, but meetings are, uh, uh, are not going to be the same size because everyone wants, we all want things to go back to, you know, some semblance of normal, okay? Like it used to be, the good old days, right? Uh, but I just don't. I just don't think they're gonna get back to the good old days. I don't know. I really don't think so. Because, and then we haven't thought about this. I mean, we always say, okay, we want to meet, yeah. But what about the CEOs of these companies? What are they in their offices thinking about? What are they doing at their meetings and board meetings? Are they saying, okay, we want to go back to spending all the money that we spent prior to this um, because we want to make because we we want to travel again. Okay, everybody wants to travel, everybody wants to meet and this and that. But there's gonna be a certain percentage of people that, you know, I can do this uh, via Zoom. I'm, I'm good, you know, thanks. Uh, but no, I'm good, I, I don't, I don't wanna travel anymore. But like I said, what are the CEOs of these companies saying? Do they wanna still travel um, the same way they're traveling before and spend X amount of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars to travel? I mean, th those are things that we haven't 
thought about it. Maybe we have thought about that, but we don't know what they're thinking. We may have thought about it, but what are they thinking? Why don't we ask those people these questions? Do you think hotels are going to add big screens and Zoom capabilities for those who don't? I think that hotels, that's a good question. Um, hotels need to increase their bandwidth. So this is not going to be like, you know, planning a meeting. This is planning a production. So meaning hotels need to expand their bandwidth and make sure that the conferences and meetings, they're able to do the, um, the, the hybrid meetings, you know, like for the people that want to be there, they're going to take care of them because they're going to be there physically. But for the people that are virtual, you want to make sure that that stuff doesn't, you know, you know how you get glitches and things like that. Even on my little system here, I'm, I get glitches where I go out for a minute and come back on. You know what? Hotels can't afford to do that. They can't afford to do that. So the bandwidth that they currently have is going to have to be doubled, okay? Because you cannot afford, companies cannot afford to have that happen. So they're going to have to do that for conferences and meetings, hybrid meetings. Yeah. So that's going to be that. Those meetings are not going anywhere. Zooms and, and WebEx and all that stuff. That stuff's not going anywhere. Uh, it's just that, you know, which has, they have to be accessible to it. But remember, this is going to be a production. It's not going to be like just planning a meeting. You're going to have to have our meeting planners are going to have to be a little bit more savvy on, you know, bandwidth and, and you know, um, uh, and and not just the the um, meeting planners, but the people that do AV. Uh, they need to make sure they're on point too. Hopefully, they've gone back to school and learned some new things. But hotels are going to have to increase their bandwidth. No questions asked. They're going to have to do that. So, good question. Thank you so much, Marcia, for asking that question. Um, hopefully, I answered. The will be the same. Meetings will not be the same. Okay, meetings will not be the same size. So that creates a problem. The problem is competition. I mentioned this last week. The problem is competition. There will not be enough group business to go around. Rates will be lower to get the business. And but what else are you doing to differentiate? 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 Gosh, I can't even speak. What are you doing to make you different than your competition? Okay, so uh, you would make sure you're doing something different because everyone's going to lower their rates because there's going to be a small amount of business that everyone's going to be fighting over in the, you know, certain markets, right? So if it's an L market, every hotel downtown is going to be fighting for this piece of business that they, they consider substantial, right? So what's going to make you different from your competition? The rates are going to be the same, right? Why are they going to choose you over them? And I came up with more social media presence. You need to have more presence because people will see that, right? They see that what you're doing, right? It's not all about the, that's what it comes back to. It's not all about the selling part. It's all, it's going to be about your brand. How is your brand getting to those people or is it getting to those people? So, and how do you increase that? More social media presence, live, podcast, be a guest on podcast or whatever, and be, and have brand, brand advocates. You know, someone that's going to be there to talk about your brand. And you don't even have to pay them, right? They just, they're just happy or they, they've always been happy with your brand and they'll talk about your brand. And that's what you want. You want those advocates. And we don't have enough of that. And I've been mentioning that the uh, last couple of weeks. Hey, shout out to Julie Verdusco, DOS. If she's not DOS, she should be a DOS. At the Lake Arrowhead Resort. And I already mentioned Chef uh, Luis earlier. But Julie, thank you again for, you know, um, 
showing me around, showing me your beautiful property. It's rustic, it's picturesque, it's serene, it's quiet. I mean, if you have a, a like I said, if you have you know, retreats, corporate retreats, you know, religious retreats, whatever, reunions, that's the place to go. Seriously, seriously. And um, Moret, shout out to Moret Paravani. She's director of marketing and communications at, and I hope I'm saying this right, Moret, Badruts Palace Hotel in Switzerland. She's a clubhouse host, one of the best clubhouse hosts, I might say. And she's going to be on my show next week. She agreed to come on. So thank you so much. She's going to be live from Switzerland. So this, you guys got to make sure you're on there. Um, and we want to see exactly what's going on in Europe. You know what I mean? What's, are they going through the same thing that we're going through? I don't know. We're going to find Marin is going to let us know. Right? And she's a marketing guru and things like that. So we're going to, I'm going to pose some questions to her and see how she responds to those questions. No, Marin, you're, you're good. It's going to be just, we're just going to talk about how she got into the industry. You know, talk about her hotel, talk about her brand and things like that. So, guys, you guys, make sure you join in next week because Marit Padovani, Director of Marketing and Communications, will be on the show next week. And that's at the Bad Ruts Palace Hotel in Switzerland. I'm sure it's beautiful. I've seen pictures of it. It is a beautiful property. Um, should should you show proof of vaccination um, to be the – should that be – should – Proof of vaccination be required to attend events. What do you think? I don't know. It's just a question, right? Can you, yeah. What do you think? Maybe. I don't know. So, okay. So Marsha said, so IT positions will have to increase. They need to, they, they need to increase their knowledge of what's going on. Um, yeah. And most hotels, the bigger hotels, they have, you know, in-house AV and handle all that stuff, but hotels need to make sure, and they should be telling hotels that the increased bandwidth is the, is the key to any to all that stuff. And the setup, of course, you know, they speak screens or the rear screens and project whatever, they have to set, set all that out, set all that up. But the key is to make sure that people on the other end are having a great video or virtual experience. Because if they if they're not, that's not going to bode well for the hotel. So, hotels and those AV companies, in-house or outhouse or whatever, need to be like this, okay, um, in order to uh, to sell that to the client. So, so yeah, so it's going to be interesting. But increase your bandwidth. That's my that's my advice. So anyway, you know, I had this other thing to go over, but you know what? I'm going to save this for Marette next week. So um, I mean, okay, I can get out early today. But the thing that I was going to talk about, and I'll just give you a teaser for next week, is four things planners and venues should keep in mind as live events return. Okay, I got this today. Actually, Ricky Hopkins, he sent me this link, and I found this. So we'll go over that next week. So it's four things planners and venues should keep in mind um, as live events return. You know what? Let me just mention. You know what? I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna read them. I'm just gonna read the. You know, um, I'm gonna give you the highlights. So what? What is number one? I'm not gonna go into detail. Number one: book a venue sooner than later, which basically means, you know, people. There's there's only so much space that's available. So you need to book your event now. 
number two, consider a hybrid event. We just talked about that. Number three, decrease the risk to increase confidence. Like I said, we'll go over that next week. And number four, four work with an agency that understands COVID-19 protocols. So those are the, those are little teasers we'll talk about next week, but um, they are very important. Um, marketing is never about you. It begins with your audience and what they want. Once you know what your audience wants, connect with them with your product or service in a way they want to receive it. Hotel brand advocate. I mentioned this a little while ago. Is a guest or employee of a business who proactively shares info about your hotel to their networks via social media, word of mouth, email, or through content without any incentive other than their love for your brand. We need more of those. Uh, and I always want to end the show with my four P's, the Russell of Hotels, four P's. Number one, purpose. Know why you're doing what you're doing. I know why I'm doing the show because I want to reach people and I want to make sure people have an avenue to talk, to ask questions like this. Okay. Um, number two, people, be a leader, but be inclusive. Number three, passion. Either you have it or you don't. If I didn't have a passion for this show, you guys would see through it and no one would be listening. They'd be like, this doesn't have a passion for this. Who is this guy? This Russell of Hotels guy. Uh, perseverance. Be consistent. Continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to. Leaders need to have more empathy during these COVID times. Be more inclusive with your team. Use this time to develop yourself. I mentioned this a little while ago. Develop yourself. Separate yourself from the pack. Learn something new, invest in yourself, and always, always stay relevant. Mm, focus on what you can control. That other crap, who cares? You can't control it, so why are you, why are you getting your, your, uh, high, your pressure up? Don't get your pressure up if you can't control it. Control what you can control. Your brand is your culture. Leadership dictates where your company will go. And that's it. Thank you so much for joining on air with Russell of Hotels. I appreciate that. In closing, I just want to throw that up there because I do appreciate everything that. Mm -hmm.